1: Expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach.
0: I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America.
1: It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Dobbin Well,
0: you know, I hate to say it. No, I don't. I don't hate to say it. I've been right all along. I've been right all along. I've been, I've been fighting this fight since um, 2000, I guess, 1997. 2001, I really got engaged with the fight, trying to wake up the church, speaking that if the church would get involved, things would change. I've been right all along, by the way, and I'm still right today. And that's really what I want to share with all of us, what we want to talk about today, to understand the fact that we are in a war. We're in a war. We're in a war, and only one side is operating in the war. The other side is hiding, hiding in their prayer closets, hiding for protection, don't want to, they don't want to see any part of the battlefield, they don't want to see any of the, of the movies, they don't want to see any of the pictures of the, those who are being destroyed by this, by this uh, uh, spiritual war that's raging around us. And the Bible asks us a very simple question, am, are, am I my brother's keeper? Are you your brother's keeper? And the, question, the answer to that question is, yes, yes, you are your brother's keeper. And then you say, well, who's my brother? Well, who are your potential brothers? as you look at that, right? And is it okay for me to look the other way when an innocent person who happens to be part of a family that doesn't know the Lord, an innocent child is put into a situation, an environment where evil is flourishing. Do I have an obligation as a Christian man to engage in that or do I just look the other way Pray for safety for my family. Pray for safety covering over my house. Pray for financial blessings for me and just hang around and wait that the Lord would get, up, get me out of here before all hell breaks loose. And all you have to do is look around and you, you would have, I don't, is its is it 10%? I'm, look, I'm not, I'm hot this morning. All of a sudden, I wasn't when I came down. Hey, uh, what percentage of the church do you suppose really are Christians? Really, really Christians? Because Jesus said, broad is the way and narrow is the gate. Many come, and few find it. Not all who say unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom. What do you suppose the real numbers are of Christians in America? That would be, that would be something really to study, wouldn't it? And they say, but well, they'll know that they are Christians by their love. And so we don't even understand what love is. Love protects. First and foremost, love protects. Greater love has no man than this. Here's how you, here's how you measure love. Are you ready? Greater love... The greatest love you could ever have is for one man to lay down his life for another. That's the greatest love you could ever have. Does the church model that? Does the church model laying down, does the church teach you to lay down your life for those less fortunate of you? And the answer to that question is no, they don't. The church teaches us self-enhancement, life enhancement come to Jesus, you'll be healthy, wealthy, and wise. Folks, that's true, but that is, a, that is a secondary benefit of coming into the kingdom. And when you come into the kingdom, Jesus said, uh, there's only one way you get in here, dude. I'm sorry. huh? There's only one way you get into this kingdom. You got to die. You got to die. And I'm not talking about d- death because, look, he says, I want to use you. Here, I want to use you right here, but see i can 't use you if your belief and your faith is all about you i can 't use you i can 't use you because you know what will happen at some point you will reach an, uh, you will reach a point where it 's going to be my will or your comfort and if it 's all about you, see that 's why our churches are full. the lord said don't you bring me anything. That didn't cost you something. We don't have a we don't have a sacrificial church. Come on, wake up. No, come on, come on. No, you don't. No, you don't. You say, well, coach, you can't judge another man's heart. Well, yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. I watch his behavior. You say, well, Yeah, but you don't really know what's going on inside him. No, I don't. But I know this: that out of the abundance of the heart, the fruit, fruit comes. You look at what's going on around him. <clears throat> huh? And so I, I feel I'm, I'm vindicated. I feel vindicated. Not that it matters. I don't need to be vindicated. But I can tell you this, despite your, what your uh, futuristic beliefs are about where the world's going and second coming of Jesus Christ, the reality of it is we are to be working while the sun shines for a, no, uh, for a day cometh when no man can work and that you are a dead man the life that you now live in your life anymore, when you you entered in and you took that oath of office and you signed up for that commission, your job was no longer about you. It was about everybody else. And that's not been the message of the church. And that's why I feel like I've been swimming upstream for so long because every time I would try to come in and bring that message, the door would get shut because they want the love message. They don't want the self-sacrifice message. They don't want the die-to-self message. They don't want that message. When that is clearly what Christ said, greater love is no man than this. You really love him? Would you die for your children? Would you die for your wife? I might, I sometimes I think my wife would die for a cat, our cat, not your cat. Are you willing to die? Are you willing to be persecuted? Are you willing to lay down your, are you really willing? And, I think there's an awakening going on, I, I get encouraged every day because I see, I see people who are finally engaging in the battle. I'm going to talk about that here a little bit. So, stay with me. I got to shut up because I want to get Craig in here. He has to. Uh, oh man, I got I got a lot to lay on you today. I Got a lot to lay on you, and Lord, just help me be able to do it. Um, look, we've got. Uh, I'm gonna. We're going to talk a little bit about. I'm, I'm pausing a second. It's not posted yet, but. I had the most unbelievably anointed Brideon show yesterday. <laughs> I don't know if you've had the chance to see it. Jared's going to, oh, my goodness. You know, I wish you guys could follow, follow oh. me. I wish you could follow me around a little bit because I was, I was waiting to the last minute of my Brideon show. Brideon show comes on at 11. It was about 10.38 when I was trying to get a hold of a guest. I won't say who it is because it doesn't matter. I was trying to get a hold of a guest, so I was saving my Brideon show for the guest. And I finally heard from my guest and the guest said, oh, gee, God, I can't make it. I thought, oh, gee, here we go. So it's tw- it's 20 till 11. I have no game plan. I have no game plan. And I'm going to go live in 20, 20 minutes. And it was one of the most anointed shows I think I've ever had. Ever had. So... I want you to know I'm here to encourage you. I'm not here to discourage you. I'm not here to control you. I'm not here to lead you. I'm Well, to some degree, to lead you. But I'm trying to help us all understand that Christ needs us now. He needs us now. If it is really the end of days, he needs us now. If it's really fourth and goal, you want your best guys on the field. You want your best guys playing hard. And that's not the message the church has given us. It's fourth and goal. And we're... We're sitting over on the sidelines hoping the referee blows the whistle and ends the game. I've been crying this ever since I really became a believer. It says I got sued by the ACLU. That's been my argument. But I want you to know this. Resistance is going to come. It's going to come. And I got some stuff I want to share with you. Before I do, I'm going to bring Craig in because the staking and all this stuff we got going on, that's what I – Spoke about yesterday on Brighton, and uh, we'll get it posted so y'all can see it. I suggest you go, you go read it, uh, go watch it. Um, we're, we're making a difference everywhere we go. We're making a difference. I could start running down the names of the guys who are doing. It. I can, uh, and the victories are having. In fact, I'm going to do a little bit of that here today. But we have an opportunity. Craig, I don't want to say too much because I'm going to bring you in. Uh, one of our associates yesterday, two days ago. Correct me if I'm wrong, Craig. Staked the Vatican. Take take, take a deep breath on that one. Staked the Vatican. And we've been praying against what's going on over there in Dubai, and we're going to get our prayer going here in a second. But I know that Craig has to pop in and pop out, so I want him to come in real quick and fill us in on what's going on. Hey, folks, we can... hmm. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty and unity, he commands his blessing. If we all push towards the same direction, we're going to get somewhere. Go ahead, Craig.
4: Well, you remember when Paul in Acts 17, he goes to um, parts of Europe and he comes to this um, archway. And it's the one for uh, the unknown God. He says, I was passing through, considering the objects of your worship. And even found an altar with this inscription to the unknown God. And and basically he kind of goes out and shares the gospel. So this, this is where we need to, um, like you had that picture about two, three weeks ago where the Cleveland Browns were trying that and all their team members kind of came around and just kept that person and kept pushing them. All right. We need to do that. Play that real quick, Spencer. we got it up on the
0: screen right now, folks. This is a Cleveland Browns game a couple weeks ago. This is the, this is the power of unity. If the church, we're, hey, look, are you looking at me? Folks, are you looking at me? You don't need the church. We are the church. We don't, we don't need the the building. We don't need the dead people sitting in there. We need the committed one. See, not everybody, not everybody who wants to, not everybody who calls themselves a Cleveland Browns fan gets on the field. You understand? Huh? You understand? Watch this. What's this unity? Look at that. Look at that. The power of unity. Go ahead.
4: Okay. So if if you remember um, back in Samuel when um, Saul was coming after David with 3,000 men, and unbeknownst to him, he came in and took a cave and took a nap, and David was there, and he actually had the opportunity to cut off. Uh, well, he did. He actually cut off part of his uh, robe, which is kind of like what King Charles' coat of arms is. And then Saul wakes up and and David shows it to him, says, "You know, so when when you poke the when you poke the bear in the den and and you don't expect any pushback, um you're naive all right so yeah. our brother our brothers and sisters, okay, um Diane Ketterman and Gary all right are are doing things uh because of this climate prayer resistance I, I reached out to them, they just happened to be there. Um, you know, going to the Temple of Azusa and all this—all those little Mediterranean, European things. And here's what we need to, to do. I'm going to say a prayer. But you quote this, and this is really important because I'm going to read this. It's uh, Isaiah uh, 54, 17. Maybe Spencer could bring that up. It says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. You quote that so much, right? It doesn't mean that the weapon's not formed. It just doesn't mean it's going to prosper. It's just like when you're a police officer and you got a, a bulletproof vest. By you're the
0: way, that's that's, that's, that's Psalm 91.
4: It. By the way, Craig, that's Psalm 91. Uh, I got it on Isaiah. 50. No, no, you're,
0: that's quoting Psalm 91.
4: Yeah, well, the one I'm trying to bring up is um, Isaiah 54:17. It's on,
0: it's on the screen, but it's okay. saying the same thing that it says in Psalm 91.
4: Yeah, right. Well, that, you know, like two or three things in the Bible, it's it's it, it it always adds on to itself. So there's there's conformity to there, but. Uh, it says that they'll rise up in judgment uh, that shall condemn. And it says this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. We have a history where the Lord protects us. And the thing is, what we're doing with praying this and what uh, Diana and Gary and others have been doing and Randy and Steve Deck. And, you know, the, the list goes on and on and on is we're standing under the righteousness of God. It's not our righteousness. And That's the right. things that you've seen happen right here, and I put them in the chat that are happening it has nothing to do with me, has nothing to do with you coach, it has nothing to do with us. It has to do with the righteousness of God. And we're just proclaiming and his our
0: obedience, our obedience. Boom. Right? Oh.
4: So and it says and their righteousness is of me. So this is what we're doing. So we're going to say a quick prayer for them. All right. Cause they'll be coming home at the end of the week. And they've been having some problems here. And they
3: staked the
0: Vatican, right? Craig, they staked the Vatican.
4: They were doing spiritual warfare for, uh us and what we're trying to accomplish here with this prayer resistance so i'll just lead us in a word of prayer here lord heavenly father lord jesus of nazareth we come to you under your righteousness because we're your sons and your daughters and we're hearing the calling that you're giving in our lives lord and we're being obedient just as david was obedient that he followed your calling and Lord, we know that when we come up and we, we walk in that, we understand that opposition will, will come against us. But we also know sometimes you'll always be not sometimes, but you'll always be there. But sometimes it just seems like we're, you know, why is this happening to us? The thing is, is we have brothers and sisters right now who are going to pray us through, who are going to cover us in the shed blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, covering Diana and Gary as they go and they come home at the end of this week. Lord, provide protection over them, provide health over them, help the uh, connections and all the little things that go on with your daily business by traveling to go smooth, help them to get home safe, Lord. Put your hand of protection over them and guide them. Keep spiritual oppression in their spirits against them that that might come against them right now, cover their rooms, cover their feet, wherever they step. And we just ask this in the mighty name of Jesus of Nazareth. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Expect resistance. Amen, Greg. Expect resistance. Expect resistance. Ever, no weapon formed is going to prosper. Expect weapons coming at you. It's part of the game. But see, some people don't want that. That Michelle and I, me in particular, her as well, because it bounces off of me. The, uh, we've, been, we've been under it, man. Been under it for, for a couple, three, four days. Been under this pushback from the enemy. Pushback from the enemy. Well, come on, man. Why wouldn't Why wouldn't the enemy be after us? Why wouldn't the enemy be sniping at some of us, trying to take us out of the game? Why wouldn't it? Why Why are we surprised by that? No weapon formed against this is going to prosper. The Weapons formed. It's coming. They're shooting it at but it isn't going to hit the target we got to move forward. We have to continue to advance. Amen? Amen. Okay, so I want to uh, – well, I, I got several places i got to go here, man. Let's get our prayer up there. Who's going to read our prayer for us this morning? Come on, who's going to do that? If nobody does it, I will. No, I'm on somebody else to do it. Who's going to read the prayer? I'll do it. All right, he'll do it. Who's that, Glenn? Yes, sir. All right, Glenn. Cause, hey folks, scroll on down. We'll get it up there for you, folks. Hey folks, we're making a difference. We're making a difference. We're making a difference, right? I saw. I saw. By the way, Craig, I saw today. I couldn't find it. I got got busy. Got my computer fixed. Thank goodness. Uh, they're they're having arguments over there. They're having arguments over there. This is not going like they thought it was going to go. Some of the people have come in and said, hey, I've had, we've had enough of that global warming stuff, had enough of that over in our country. It's starting to hurt our... So folks, cracks in their appearance of unity. It ain't there. So let's keep after them. Let's keep after them. Go, Glenn.
2: COP,
1: COP 28, Prayer of Resistance. In James 4, 7, it says, Resist the devil and he will flee. Amen. Heavenly Father, Holy is your name. Yes. Thank you for your son, Jesus of Nazareth, who shed, who shed blood has given us redemption. We honor you, and we love you, Lord.
0: Yes, we do, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
1: In Psalm 2, it states, Why do the nations conspire and the people plot in vain? The kings of the earth rise up, and the rulers band together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their chains and throw off their shackles. The one enthroned in heaven laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. He rebukes them in anger and terrifies them in his wrath, saying, I have installed my king on Zion, Amen. my holy mountain.
0: Amen. He's the king of kings, not King Charles.
1: On November 30th, till December 12th, 2023, the people in the kings of the earth will be meeting at COP28 in Dubai, United Arab Emirates. And attendance will be Pope Francis. No, not, didn't
0: make it. Didn't make not
1: it. King Charles and Bill Gates ones who by their public distor- record distort, disavow, and claim not your son Jesus of Nazareth's rightful authority as king of kings and lord of lords of mankind and creation. No, they assemble with others in Dubai to distort and deny the holy scriptures and the intent you have for humanity.
0: Hang on, Glenn. True. That's the Psalm 2 guys. see? That's the, are you making the connection, folks? The Psalm 2 people that we just read about, we're seeing them right now. They're in Dubai. The kings Amen. of this earth are conspiring.
1: Go, Glenn. Through man-made agendas and false narratives about who really controls the climate and holds the world in his mighty hands. Psalm 95, 3 to 5. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. Amen. In his hand are the depths of the earth and the heights of the mountains are also his. The sea is his for he made it and his hands formed the dry land.
0: Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's go down.
1: Father, as your ecclesia prayed in unity over COP27 agendas, which uh, were held in Egypt uh, in November of 2022, sewage backups took place, infrastructure problems, logistical disorganization, and at the finality of the conference, a lack of unified cohesion plan occurred. Amen. We, as your ecclesia, ask the following for COP28 this year. Yes, Lord,
0: this is our appeal to you, our appeal to heaven, Lord.
1: That you bind and confuse the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. Amen. Bind and confuse the principalities. Amen. Bind and confuse the authorities. Amen. Bind and confuse the, the cosmic powers over the present darkness who are coming against your anointed one. Amen. And your will see it by using COP28 and other global power structures, such as the United Nations and the World Economic Forum, etc., to harm people through the globalist one-world agenda. Father, we ask that you assign your mighty forces over, over this conference to deter, Amen. unravel and bring confusion and blindness to those in authority. Amen, who have evil intent and using false narratives in their leadership positions to implement. We ask, Father, that you expose those in authority for who they are. Father, we ask for the Holy Spirit outpouring amongst the people in the world that they will wake up to the New World Order's evil plans and rise up against them. Amen! We thank you, Father, in advance for being able to bring our request to you. And we look for your mighty hand to respond in the days ahead. Amen. We ask this in the precious name of your Son, Jesus of Nazareth amen
5: amen 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 amen
2: hallelujah
0: amen amen we're winning baby why why because we're winning with spiritual weapons it's a spiritual war it's the king i'm sorry it's the psalm two kings they're conspiring the church is missing in action no longer no longer church is waking up church knows what's going on right amen amen thank you for that uh Glenn, you did a
4: good job with that. Hey, yeah. and coach, could, yes, could, could Spencer, Spencer go to 6.53 a.m. in the chat and click on John Kerry farts as he's addressing the people over at the climate conference? This is in the news.
0: So where in where the were we?
4: 6 minutes 53 in our chat. But John our chat. Kerry. OK, I'll send you another one. Then, All okay.
0: right. right, So he farts. Good. Good. I hope it, whatever. Whatever. Hey, real quick. I'm going to forget this. People up in New York, Gary Dunlap wants to do some staking up there and he needs some associates. If, Gary lives in Syracuse. And if you are interested, say, I'll help Gary. I'll help Gary. Just email me or text me and I'll connect you. He called me yesterday. He's got an initiative. He needs a couple of soldiers. Willing to go with him. All right, they found John Kerry's loud fart. Go ahead and play that if you can. Not that I'm interested in it.
2: Just kidding. Uh,
0: a phasing out of unmitigated uh, fossil fuel emissions. Uh, and what there is science for. Is Just not, keeping- okay, look, look, folks. All this stuff is a lie. Oh, did you guys know this? I was going to do a show on it today. <clears throat> do you know that um <clears throat> excuse me. China over the last decade has built 80 coal burning power plants. China is doing nothing on global warming. They're doing nothing on emissions. They're doing nothing, friends. Nothing. And what you're seeing here is a is a an attempt again to destroy Christian America and Christian America. You, do you see this, friends? Do you see this? China is the world's greatest polluter, and they aren't doing anything other than sending all of our business to them as they invade. Oh, I got I could go there. I am coming over the border. A lot of Chinese folk coming over the border. Oh boys, calm down, coach. Okay, okay. Now, where am I? Where am I? By the way, WikiLeaks were released yesterday. Did you guys know that? Have you had? Oh, a lot going on. Lot nothing hidden that will not be revealed. They bootlegged WikiLeaks. Where am I, Coach? Where are you, Coach? Okay, let's do. Let's do this. Let's go to Fission Six real quick. I want to. I want to. I want to attach two things for you here. Okay. Friends, bear with me because we pick up new, uh, new viewers every day. I want to read, I want to read two scriptures today. <clears throat> I want to read, first of all, uh Ephesians 6. Scroll down a little bit on that. And I want you to just kind of make some connections here as you go through. Again, I'm sorry if I keep looking up here. This is what's on my screen. I have to look up there to read it. I mean, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. <clears throat> which is the first commandment with a promise that it may be well with you. I wonder if America's in the mess we're in because we haven't even done that. We haven't even done that. And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. I wonder if we've done that one. I wonder how many fathers have brought up their children in the fear and the admonition of the Lord. I wonder Servants, be obedient to them that are your masters, according to the flesh, which with fear and trembling and sickness of a heart as unto Christ. Look, I ain't nobody's servant. I'm not the federal government's servant, Servant, all right? I'm not that. Servants, be obedient to your masters. That's not the government, friends. Not with the high service as men, please, but servants of Christ, with good will, doing service as to the Lord, not to men. You are not to obey an e- evil government, friends. You are not, <clears throat> it is not Christ-like to obey an evil government. If the police come to me and say, Coach Dave, we've got your back. You need to go murder that neighbor of yours. We've got your back. That doesn't make it right, even though the government told me to do it. You with me? <clears throat> Keep going. Go, go down about verse 10. That's where I went ahead. This is all good. It all ties together. Finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and power of his might. Put on the full armor of God that you might be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. supposed to stand there? What are Wiles, Mr. Producer? What are Wiles? Go to Webster. What are Wiles? We know what they are. Wiles. W-I-L-E-S. No? Doesn't show up? Wiles. <laughs> i said i just planned out for it. the wiles and the schemes of the devil okay against the schemes of the devil for we wrestle not we do wrestle we do wrestle but we don't wrestle against flesh and blood we do wrestle though friends hey christians you do wrestle a while a trick a stratagem practice for ensnaring or deception sly insidious artifice huh that's the devil for you lies deception, and fear oh my go back go back to fishing for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but we do wrestle. Yes, we do wrestle against principalities. Oh, yeah, we wrestle against the powers. Oh, yeah, we do. We wrestle against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Oh, yes, we do. And we, and we wrestle against spiritual wickedness in high places. Yes, we do. So anybody tells you that we're not supposed to be actively involved is lying to you. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. Why? To my be able to withstand in the evil day. Huh? Put your stuff on, stand up, fight, push back. That's what you put on, full armor, right? Put on a helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, good, your are with truth, shout your feet, the preparation gospel, peace, cares, shield of faith, the sword of the spirit, wherewith you might be able to smite all the fiery darts of the wicked. That's what we're supposed to be doing, Christians. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Quickly, uh, Spencer, go to the next one Joshua 1. Joshua 1. Every place, verse 3, every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that I have given unto you. Is this true or is it not true? Is God lying? Did it change in the New Testament? Does the devil now own all these things now? See, this is what frustrates me so much. My entire Christian life, real Christian life, when I got saved, has been about passive love. Christianity, that's just part of the gospel. Thank I wrestle God. against, not against flesh and blood, because I love my children. I love my Lord. I love my family. I love the church. That's why I wrestle and fight, I'm not passive and sit in my prayer closet. Hey, if God didn't need David, why didn't He just give Goliath a heart attack? He could have done that. He could have just dropped old Goliath. Up. No, no. He said, listen, hey, David. Get yourself some rocks. We're going to go kill us a giant, Davy. Come on, baby. And Davy said, all right, where are they? How many do I need? I said, get five of them, Ben. Get five of them, but you're only going to need one. Come on, let's go. And huh? Right? God killed Goliath through David. Oh, my goodness. And every place sole of your foot shall tread upon that I have given unto you. There shall not be any man able to stand before thee all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, I'm gonna be with you. I will not fail you. I will not forsake you. Be strong. Scroll down. And have a good courage. Why? Because it's scary. There's opposition. Be strong and have a good courage. For unto this people shall I be divided in inheritance of the land. Which land? The ones that put my feet on. Because I swore to their fathers I'd give it to them. But you've got to be strong and very courageous. That you may observe to, do, observe to do. Observe to do. Observe to do. Observe to do. According to all the law. The book of the law shall depart out of your mouth. Scroll down. But you shall meditate. Huh? Meditate? Oh, yeah. Meditate on that word. I meditate all the time. Lord, oh, my Lord, you said I'm my brother's keeper. I can't get away from that. Lord, I got to go protect the innocent. Lord, I got to go rescue those widows and orphans. I meditate on it. It's not about me. You may observe to do according to all that is written then, and then shall make your way prosperous and then shall have good success. By the way, prosperous doesn't mean you get rich. Prosperous means that there was a reward for what you did at the end of it. You go to work. You have a job. You have a business. You are prosperous in that you were successful at what you did. Money just happened to follow it. Have not I commanded you? Hey, folks, this isn't an ask. This isn't a wish. This isn't a hope. Haven't I commanded you, dude? Be strong and good, be of good courage. Be not afraid. Don't be dismayed. The Lord thy God is with you wherever you go. In Revelation 21 8, I don't know if you can pull that up there real quickly. Revelation, this is why I don't think, I don't think many, I don't think there are many people going to heaven. But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Let me ask you a question. Can you be a born again Christian Receive Christ as your Savior. Saved, once saved, always saved. And be fearful and unbelieving. I don't want to shake your theology. But it seems to say to me, you may be walking like a Christian, talking like a Christian, acting like a Christian, behaving like a Christian. But if you're being controlled by fear and unbelief, you're going to have your part in the lake, which burns with fire and brimstone. Amen. Anybody think I'm misquoting that? You are least like Christ when you're fearful. Least like him. And you know what unbelieving is? Unbelieving is doubt of who he is and what he says he will do and what he will empower you to do. That's all unbelief is. That's all it is. So I want to show some of you guys some pictures. I I was thinking the other day, some of you, some of the new viewers don't know this. I'm just going to roll some pictures through here, right? Y'all remember, we here at Coach Dave Live, we don't sit on our arse. And I'm most proud. I'm most proud. I could run down a litany of activities that have gone on that I ain't got nothing to do with. Nothing to do with. People hear the call from the Lord, and they go and do it. Michelle and Julie and another Michelle, they heard last week, and they went out and staked. My sweet little wife went out and staked. Why'd you go to stake? Well, it hadn't been staked before. Wow. Are you kidding me? Nobody knows who you are. But you showed a little bit of courage and you went and every place you put your foot, you claimed it for the call. Stay with me. So there we are at the Guidestones. When was that, Craig? Craig will tell us when that was. That was on the 400th anniversary of the uh, uh, signing of the, get my brain to work here.
2: You know, mayflower this, compact thank it's you so i good.
0: couldn't get mayflower compact the 400th anniversary we are staking the georgia guidestones it's amazing and you can see a copy of the 10 commandments you see rick simpson standing there in the middle with his hand up right just the head level is a copy of the 10 commandments that dale Sosha brought we put those on front of the georgia guidestones and then that big cross i think oj put that together Made made a cross and raised that cross up above the guides. Now that was me. That was that was Dale too. I'm sorry, Dale.
3: That's right.
0: And and what did we do? We prayer walked that thing. We said, "Lord, tear these things down." Lord, tear them down, tear them down. And we don't know why. FBI always have this disclaimer. We didn't do it. We didn't do it. It's a spiritual war. We tore down the principalities and the powers. We we did a we did a a uh, Ephesians 6, assault on the works of darkness. That's what we did. And the Lord answered our prayer. He answered our prayer. But those things aren't there. I got a video. I'm going to show you on that. Go to the next one. Go to the next one. Oh, yeah. We went to, uh, went to O'Biden's house. O'Biden. Well, we went to Obama, who's really O'Biden. And we went to Biden's house. We did both. Right? And what did we do? Well, we claimed it. We claimed it, right? That's what we did. Look at this. Just simple, folks. Well, there's Myra standing in, and there's Jeff Nell sitting in front. Clay, just normal people. Just normal people doing what the Lord asks us to do. Go to the next one. Where the heck is? This? Is this Tony Spell? Is this? Is that where we are? Somebody help me out here. I think it's Tony Spell. We went down Tony Spell. New no, Orleans. Huh? He was standing up against this New Orleans. He was standing up against the wicked forces. We went downstairs with Tony Spell. By the way, he's going to win a big judgment against those courts. Go to the next one. Go to the next one. We what? Who's who's doing? Oh, we went to the Guidestones. We went to Georgia Guidestones. You remember that, folks? Hey, you with me? What's that? That's, the, that's what I meant to say. I'm sorry. The serpent mound. You say, what's that? Well, that's those mounds that they make. That they told us the Indians did, but were done by the demonic realm. That's what it was. We went, we took authority over that. Oh, that was, that was a great experience. Oh, I see some of these faces in there I haven't seen in a while. Come on, we need you. We need to go, go to another one. Go to another, oh, that was a stones. There it is. Go to the next one. Go to the next one. Oh, Gate Pride parades. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're doing this right in our towns, right in our cities. And the church runs and hides. Go to the next one. Oh, hurricane relief, hurricane relief. We went and did some hurricane. Okay, okay. Pull that thing off of there. So what are you doing, coach? I'm telling you that here at Coach Dave Live, we inspire individuals to actively engage their faith. That's all we do. Uh-oh, stay there a minute. Oh, Bill Barr, stay right there. Now, if you guys go at about 10 o'clock on this picture, you see some fat white guy over there holding a the sign. That'd be me. That'd be me right there. Then you see Bill Clinton standing here right in the middle. And then you see his polka dotted wife right behind here at at three o'clock. Put it over here, Clint. There's old Hillary. There she is. Look at the sign, Equal Justice Tour. Wish you could see me. Mine says Probe Hillary. Yeah, we went to Chappaqua, New York. Randy staked that place. Hey, anybody heard from Hillary lately? She was going to be king of the queen of the world, wasn't she? By the way, there's Cuomo the homo right there in the middle as well, too. Where, what happened to him? Where is Cuomo? Anybody heard from Cuomo the homo? Anybody heard from Bill Clinton? Anybody heard from Hillary? Where are they? Where are they? Why well, their kingdoms have been coming down, haven't they? Go to the next one. Bill Barr, the Attorney General. Bill Barr, United States with old, old chunky coach there. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we prayed him out of there, didn't we? Somebody out there say amen. Somebody say amen. Randy amen. Say that job. We went there and he couldn't take it. And two months later, he quit. He quit. Yeah, yeah. And so Ooh. here's what the J6 guys don't understand. Go back there. Go back there. Go back there. Go back there. Because we show up at Bill Barr's house with a white horse and all that kind of stuff. And we asked Bill Barr to come to the window. How do we lose that, Spencer? Can you get, you'll get it back up there. We asked Bill Barr to come out and talk to us. Come out and talk to us. Well, he's the Attorney General of the United States, right? You think he's just going to come out and talk to us? You think he's just going to come out and talk to us? They know who I am. They knew who I was, the FBI, all of them. they knew who I was. And I stood here and said, Mr. Barr, please come out. Just let, us know that, just let us know that you heard us. Just let us know that, Mr. Barr. Just go to the window and wave that, that you heard us. And what happened? You were there. You had to be there to see it. The front door opened. And he came walking out. And he came down, stopped and talked to the agents that were there. Then he came over to me and extended his hand. He says, nice to meet you, coach. Now, ask yourself, this, how did he know that? Because here's how he knew it. He'd already done the research, and they said, I was safe. I was harmless. I wasn't going to hurt a soul. They knew that. They allowed the Attorney General of the United States to come out and stand with us. And then, three years later, they're calling us terrorists. Right? Uh,
3: come on! Come on, folks! Okay. Hey, Coach, this is Ralph. Yes.
0: So, any, so anyway, so what? We got a home. We got all of you folks in here to send letters to his wife. Remember that? You guys remember that? We brought yep. his wife with letters saying, hey, we, we stand behind your husband. We need him. We support him. And What happened? She stopped receiving the letters. She got so many, they stopped receiving them. And then what happened? He quit. We turned up the heat on him and he quit. Wow. Go to number three. I got more. I can show you all kinds of pictures. When we show up, God does something. When we show up, the Lord does something. And I'm going to show you the evidence, the fruit, if you will. I'm going to show you the fruit of all you folks showing up at the Guidestones. You didn't bring a gun. You didn't bring a bomb. You didn't bring a a fire launcher. You didn't bring anything. You brought the weapons of your warfare, which are not carnal but mighty, through God, to the pulling down of the Guidestones. And so I went there when I went down to Georgia a couple months ago. I went back to the scene of the crime. Hey, Spencer, real quickly, put the guidestones back up so everybody can see what they were. We went and prayed over them. And they are now no more. And as the word says, there's, there, there they were. As word says, there is now not left one stone upon another. Go ahead and play it, Spencer. Just a couple minutes.
4: But that was a temple. Coach, play it. Well, good
0: morning to everybody out there. Uh, I want to give a notification to the FBI and the CIA and whoever else might be involved with it. Uh, I happen to have an opportunity to come down and visit my friend, Pastor Clint Harper down here in Royston, Georgia, which, by the way, Royston, Georgia is the home of Ty Cobb, birthplace of Ty Cobb. He's still buried there, so that's always worth the trip. But wouldn't you know it, where did we end up here, Coach? I can't hardly see my screen here. Bear with me a second. Sun's, sun's in my eyes. Let me look down here. Let me flip this thing around. We are at the Georgia Guidestones, or dare I say it, what used to be the Georgia Guidestones? Now, some of you who are watching this video right now were with me when we sh- when we came to the Georgia guidestones. I believe that was right after. That would have been. uh Craig Mickle could probably help me. After. November 11th I, I couldn't remember November, it. November, somewhere early November of 2020, just after the election, I think. Just before, if you remember, the big uh, vote that they had down here in Georgia, that they were. Uh, the right, just where the guidestones were. We came down right there. And we staked the guidestones now. Right here's where they were, friends. Right here, right here. Notice now it's private property. No trespassing. Right here. Go look at uh, when when you're we're done here. You go look at the video of a picture of the Georgia guide stones. Right there is where they stood. Literally right here. Now they had some other parts over here, but this was the entrance. And then we have uh, on our website other other places that we were here. And you guys know the story, right? I'm going to turn around here a second. Let me flip this thing. Okay, you can stop it right there. You can watch it for yourselves, right? You can can watch it for yourselves. What? We came, we saw, and they came down. Boom! It's it's a coincidence, right? It's just a coincidence, right? Just a coincidence. Hey, folks, that was a temple. That was a high place. That was a high place. And that, that that was such a high place that when that is when the Lord, whatever he did to bring those things down, the AFT, what a, a, a firearms, what AFT, whatever that saying.
3: ATF, called, ATF.
0: ATF, ATF, didn't even investigate it. Friends, something blew up those, and they did no formal investigation. You tell me they don't know what happened? They don't know what happened. No, they know what happened. Uh, They know what happened. Oh, yeah. Diana put in there, uh, Slovakia shocks the world. Listen to this, folks. This is about Dubai. The new prime minister rejects signing the WHO pandemic treaty. He calls the WHO pandemic treaty nonsense invented by greedy pharma companies. This is in Dubai, folks. Wow, huh? Boom. Boom. Okay. I ran it for 46 minutes. I got more.
3: Go ahead, Dale. We're so winning. We're so winning. the the other testimony there is a constitution united states and there's 52 states that also have their own constitution you're talking about the fruit of what happened with tony spell when we came down and stood at the fifth circuit court of appeals and the supreme court louisiana changed its constitutional law because of the stance of which we took that now the freedom of worship does and it says not only in buildings at any place will be protected by the highest order of the law. Coach, that was because we showed up. There is a, an incredible fruit. We altered the Constitution in the state of Louisiana. The
0: Lord honors obedience, Dale. He honors obedience. You do this, I'll do this. But I ain't doing this if you don't do this. to You got to plug
2: the cord into the power, baby. Rochelle. Then Patriot. Thanks, Coach. Uh, Good morning, team. Um, So I'm really excited about that thing with the WHO. You guys, our government was not standing against it. We were all for it. We were ready to let them come in and take over and tell us anything that we needed to do because we had a cold. Okay? There's some fake virus out there, so now you have to lock down again. So I am really excited that somebody's standing up to that nonsense. Amen. Um, Amen. Uh, Two other things real quick. You had mentioned David earlier. And, um, you know, God had David in training like his whole life. You know, he was killing bears and everything. But just if you haven't been out there, don't worry. God will catch you up quick. Once you start doing these things, it's it's in you. You just don't. It's not something that stops. You'll catch up and uh, it's exciting. And then Mm -hmm. the other thing was I looked up wiles. Um, the wiles of the devil. uh, devil. Anyway, um, it's defined just real quickly as a sorcerer or a deceiver or as a verb to deceive or entice. So so that is very important. Listen, we are warned. We are, they're going to try to deceive us. Okay. We're warned. So we already know these things. We need to start looking for these deceptions and calling them out. So are watchmen. Like we are. Awesome. We are the watchmen. Are, Thank you, I Coach. A
0: video yesterday of
2: Marcy Amen, Rochelle.
0: You guys know who she is? I, maybe I can find that play tomorrow. And she busted, she was with Tucker. She busted them off. Said they're all phonies. They're all, they're all phonies. They all get in there and they say they're going to do this. And they're going to say they're going to do this. And then they get behind closed doors and they don't do a, that damn thing. She was naming names. These are phonies. Even these people who call themselves conservative Christian Republicans, they're phonies. They're all bought for. She said, she said, not me. I'll try to find that interview so you can do that. Kevin, come on in.
3: All right. So let's go back to what you were just saying about divide, about like divisions aren't forming, right? Remember we talked last week about uh, the color revolutions and how the globalists will get in and, and divide people by going after the old fishers and divisions and exploiting them. Well, guess what, Dave? God can do that too, okay? God can get in there and exploit divisions that these people have as Amen. well. The only thing is, is that these are divisions we don't know exist because he knows the hearts and minds of men. So the globalists, they have to study the history of a country and go, oh, let's see, okay, it was the rich against the poor. Oh, here it was the blacks against the whites. But he knows the divisions we can't even see, and he can exploit
0: them way better than they can. Amen. Amen, baby. Amen, huh? Hey, folks, we have supernatural power, supernatural authority. That's what Psalm 2 is all about. And we're not... The church, the church, the body of Christ, is oblivious to what it is that we're doing
5: we're supposed to be taking ground myra yes coach, thank you so um i'll be decreeing and declaring daniel uh, i'm sorry romans eight twenty eight through thirty that's romans eight twenty eight through thirty for everybody present and absent from Pastor Salt ministry and uh, Sweet Michelle the Dear Michelle and Julie who went on stake. It is written, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. Do you know God. that?
0: Do you know that or not? Do you know that or not?
2: Amen. Because
0: when we think, when we pray, that all things work together. Or we hope all things work together. No, no, no. I don't know about you. I know it. I know it. I know that when we go put our feet on that ground, I know he's going to answer. I know he's going to. And I know that when I go do that, Michelle told me, "Hang on, Myra." Michelle told me that she was worried about me because I had to fly into D.C. yesterday. When I came, when I flew back, I had to fly into Reagan International. She said I was afraid they were going to cuff you when you walked off the plane. Huh? That's huh. That's possible, isn't it? I didn't even think about it. Are you kidding me? They could have done that, couldn't they? Well, you know what? If they would have, it's going to all work together for good. It's all going to be good. If they lock me up, it's all going to be good. That's the promise, right? Now, look, not good for me. It's not about me. It's good for all of us. It's good for the advancement of the kingdom. All things work together for God, to those who love God, and are called according to his purpose. Will you go do what he told you to do? Will you go do what he asked you to do? If you do, it's going to all be good, no matter what happens Boom. to you. Boom.
5: Go ahead, Myra. Yes, Coach. To them who are called according to his purpose for whom he did for Hallelujah.
0: So stay right there a second, because the Holy Spirit just spoke to me again. Are you ready? For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate. I don't want to get into that. But he did predestinate you to be conformed to the image of his son. Hmm. So he called me and he predestinated me to, to bear the image of his son. But look at this. I was going to have children. I'd be the firstborn. I'd be the firstborn among many brethren. Let me ask you something. How many brethren are you bringing into the fold? How many are you seeing be firstborn created in the name of God? See, as we do that, we create an army. And as we create an army, we begin to impact. Society and culture. But we can't do that if we're sitting on the at the bus station waiting for the rapture. If we're hiding, afraid that they're going to come and get us next. My Bible says all things work together for good. To them that love God, that be me. Lord, I love you. I love you, Lord. And I'm I want to be called according to your purpose. Whatever it is, if they arrest me and throw me in the gulag, I know it's your will, and I know it's gonna to work together for good, no matter what happens to me. Why? Cause I'm a dead man. I'm a dead man. Sorry,
3: Coach. I got my hand walking up. Dead man. Come on in, Martin. It's Randy,
4: Coach. Hey, Coach, uh, I just wanted to say at 12 p.m. If you're down in the Dayton area or anywhere surrounding the Dayton area, uh, Coach Dave Live has inspired me to start staking some places. Yeah. So I, yes. Thanks, Coach Dave Live. Thanks, Coach. I'm going down today at noon to a Pfizer plant. I'm going to stake Pfizer. Okay. So if anybody wants to join me, uh, there's, you can contact me in the chat. um, If you'd like to come down and, and, and we'll do this together, but I'm going by myself with the Holy spirit. And the word of God, and there's my three testimonies of yeah. for the church to be there. But if you would like oh, to Martin, come, drag a buddy, drag a buddy with you, Martin. Take somebody with you, Lord
0: That's, That's
4: why I'm on here, Coach. If you'd like to come down, get a hold of me in the chat. Thanks, Coach.
3: All right,
0: all right, all right. Thank
3: Randy. you, Martin. Randy. Amen. Amen, Martin. You're covered. You'll do it, brother. Coach, this is what I've learned in the last five years being, being part of this group, being part of your this platform is, first of all, are you willing to go? If you're not, then that's okay. Go home, and that's God will raise up someone else. Secondly, Coach, when you do say, yes, I'll obey you, and then he says, on the way, usually, Coach, is when God gives me and downloads to me what it is he's going to say and do. So, and I can verify all these with everything we've done, Coach. I can show you that looking back that this is true. And then, Coach, what we do, this is what makes the difference. When you go, you're not just putting a stake in the ground. We're not just dropping a rock on the ground. We're not just speaking a bunch of vanity words of vanity. Coach, we are speaking what the Holy Spirit is driving. We are speaking God's prophetic word. Every place I went, Coach, everything that I've done, and I'm not trying to make this about me, I have heard God gave me what to do. Craig Mickle, he gave Craig Mickle what to write, yes. what to say for this prayer. Coach, then we have to go deliver the package. And we do. That's what we do. We're obedient people, but we have to de- de- declare and decree his prophetic word. That is the tool. That is what we're doing. We're not just going and talking, coach. We are going and we're taking God's word. It's timely. He's saying, Randy, go to go with coach, go to Washington, DC. And coach, I'm sitting in the St. Louis airport and I just get this download by the Holy Spirit. And it's about, you need to go to Bill Barr's house. So I sit there and I ponder it and I and God gives me a prophetic declaration to go speak at his house. So I call you up and I go, Coach, can we can we squeeze in going over to Bill Barr's house? I really think we got something to say there. Well, then then you say, yeah, let's do it. And you put it out. Coach, obedience, it comes, God says, we're going from A to D. And we get to A, we go to B. And then he says, okay, I'll give you some more. And you go from B to C. And he says, okay, I'll give you some more. This is how we do it. We have to obey God from point to point. And that's what we do, Coach. We're learning how to do that. That's why God is using it.
0: Amen, brother. Amen, huh? All right, I, I'm Randy. You just said, and the Holy Spirit just said something to me. Pull up Second Timothy real quick, uh, Spence. Second Timothy. I know Craig wants to get in here. Second Timothy, huh? Second Timothy, chapter two. Are you ready, folks? Here's 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 where the rubber meets the road. Therefore, thou, therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things that you have heard of me, among many witnesses, the same commit to faithful men. Not all men. No, no. To faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ, because no man that warreth in this spiritual battle gets entangled with the affairs of this life. Scroll down, please. That he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier. And if any man also strive for mastery yet he's not crowned, except he strive lawfully. Hey, folks, you're in an army, man. You're in an army. And you have to be a faithful man. And if you're a faithful man, you know why the spirit of the Lord's on me? Because I've been faithful. I'm not bragging. I've been faithful. Have you? Have you been faithful? Have you sit around and, and wallowed in misery and everything, rejecting the fact that crap's going to happen in life, bad things are going to happen, hey, you're going to get punched in the mouth, especially if you're punching somebody else, you're going to get hit back? Don't, uh, don't, don't be shocked you find yourself in the midst of this fiery trial. Come on, man. You're in a war. We're in a war. We're winning the war.
2: Onward, Christian soldiers. See you tomorrow.